Okay, well, I'll just tell you, it, I'm more nervous to talk about this than I am like our pelvic floor and um, sex episode. <laughs> then this, yeah, this is making me more nervous, and we're gonna we're gonna get to. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Advice Not Given podcast. Each week, we share unfiltered, truth-telling conversations between two friends. You're invited to eavesdrop as we give each other the advice you didn't ask for, but wish you did. We're your hosts, Kelly Artis and Claire Wood of Millspo Gurus, and this is Advice Not Given. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of the Advice Not Given podcast. We have a lot to cover today. Kelly, I'm, I have to tell you, I'm nervous to talk about this, what we're going to talk about Me today. Too. Are you nervous? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I am and I'm not. Um, yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, I'll just tell you, it, I'm more nervous to talk about this than I am like our pelvic floor and um, sex oh, episode. <laughs> Then, this, yeah, this is making me more nervous. And we're going to we're going to get to we're not going to keep you in suspense forever. But we did want to start off with a bunch of shout outs. Kelly, you start. <laughs> it's like people are like, oh, crap, it's politics. They're mm. trying to get off. It's not politics. Nope. <laughs> um, OK, yes. Oh, my God, you guys, we um, kind of we're pretty vulnerable uh, in our last episode. Like, hey, we need to know if you guys love us and you do. So thank you. We love you all. We have been getting tons of feedback. Um, we picked up two new patrons. Woo-hoo! Um, so thank you for helping us get towards or closer to our goal um, of 20 for 20 this year. We're looking for 20 folks to join us in that community over there. So awesome. Um, we've gotten some act like feedback from an email form from you guys of topic ideas, which has actually influenced today's conversation. Uh, so huge thanks to that. And also open call for anyone who also has something that they would like to either hear our take on, hear us kind of dive into, investigate, or something that we've talked about before that you maybe take issue with or have a different uh, perspective on. We would love to hear that as well. So send us those emails. Um, oh, and iTunes reviews. You guys are amazing. Let me pull up our latest review. It was so good. Bogged down in the news, stressed about the pandemic, wishing for a friend to chat with while you fold the laundry, but everyone is busy working from home and supervising virtual learning. Look no further. You'll feel like you've known Kelly and Claire for years and enjoy listening to their conversations as they address life's little and big problems from the perspective of a military spouse. They have episodes on self-improvement, relationships, social media, and so much more. If you love the Enneagram or are just starting to learn about it, they have a fabulous series of episodes on each type. I look forward to listening every week and cannot wait to hear the topics they'll cover next. Claire, we need to hire Ian Eats to write copy for our website. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I get really excited when I see a five-star review, but I get even more excited when that person takes an extra minute or two just to type out the the feedback yeah. they want to give us. Um, that just not only goes a long way, I think, for you and I to fill our tank up, but it helps other people actually find the podcast. So thank you so much for that. And speaking of people writing in and giving us um, a little bit of a, a taste of something, some of the things they want to hear about, I'm actually going to read an excerpt from an email and I'm going to leave this anonymous. Um, but this person gave us a lot of great feedback. And um, one of the things that she mentioned as a topic, I'm just going to read the quote and then we'll dive in. This is what's making me a little nervous. She says, if you want to be super gutsy, 
you could talk about MLMs, which you know stands for multi-level marketing companies. She says um, you could talk about MLMs and the military wife lifestyle. And she admits, she says, I fall into the camp of I hate that they're so predatory And I have felt the sting of the, quote, let's get coffee sales pitch ambush Mm -hmm. from pseudo friends. But also, somehow I have ended up as an Usborne consultant, and I will absolutely buy a 31 bag Stella and Dot earrings or Zaya, Zia, I don't know if I'm saying that right, pants. That's the little workout stuff. Mm -hmm. So that was her, her little, like, quandary. And I actually love the way she sets that up, because I think that's where where we're kind of finding ourselves, like we do see what she's talking about with maybe some of the predatory part of it or the, Hey, I haven't ever talked to you in person, but do you want to, you know, get together? And I I fallen for that too, thinking it was like a genuine, like friendship interest. Um, But yet at the same time, like I know that it is very, a very prominent way of life for so many military spouses. And so I like that this person kind of went ahead and just presented both sides of the coin Um, And then Kelly, you can chime in a little on this too, but you know, you and I have talked about like, I'm almost like, well, what we're, we're kind of doing the same thing, right? Like if we're asking Uh, you each week for your support as a patron, like, how is that any different? Like these people are just trying to hustle and share their passion and be compensated for it. And so we're going to kind of talk through some of the nuance of that today. Um, So yeah. That's that's kind of the <laughs> the intro. Uh, go ahead, Kelly. Right, yeah. So here we go. So right off the bat, I'm going to push back, and I know we're going to we're both going to play devil's advocate on both sides of this because we want to try to be as objective as possible in discussing this. Um, but I, what we do, I think, is absolutely different, mainly because what we do doesn't depend on recruitment mm-hmm. um, and having. We have we have a thing that we sell, quote unquote. We have a course that we sell. Um, that's about all we have that is actually super monetized, <laughs> right? But um, otherwise, you know, we're we're looking for uh, people who are interested in supporting what we're doing, almost on a donation, literally basis, right? Versus um, us saying, "Hey, join us on Patreon," but then if you get people to join on Patreon, we're going to give you a cut, right? And then those people will give you a cut and pass that cut up to us, and then we benefit, right? But so is it that, isn't that what you call affiliate market? Isn't that affiliate marketing? <laughs> no, because it doesn't go any farther. No, 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 oh, because okay. it's only one level, right? Okay. It's not multi-level. It's only one level. That's pretty flat. It's not a, it's not a, um, <clears throat> a pyramid. So um, the thing that I'm thinking of, first of all, just to bring some levity. I know, I know, I know what you're about to say on the office. Okay. Oh, now I was going to bring up Shit's Creek. Oh, oh you, <laughs> you do that one. I know the one that makes okay. make up from that, but I'll do the office. So, so Bad Word Creek is what my kids call it. Um, Shit's Creek has an episode where uh, Moira gets, uh, she's kind of clued in. She, I think she had never heard of like pyramid schemes or multi-level because it just wasn't, it didn't exist in her world, right, before. And she gets pulled in to sell some beauty product and they like have this whole, they're like, oh, we're going to have a party and they invite people over and they're like, oh, David put away all of these wonderful products from da 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 I can't believe you left those out while our guests are here and then it became this whole thing and everyone sitting there was like oh yeah that's already run through the town like we all sell it Good I'm already luck. I'm already a, a manager or whatever yeah, yeah we, I made the diamond elite status last March yeah mm-hmm. but it's funny they're like oh 
crap, we're late to the boat. The one from the office is they're all in a the boardroom or the conference room and Michael's trying to get everybody to sell these calling cards and he's starting to draw on the whiteboard. Um, he's like, so I sell one to two of you. Two of you sell one to three more people. And Jim's like, wait a second, how is this not a py- pyramid scheme? And he walks up and takes the marker and literally puts a, a triangle around yeah. the diagram. Yeah. And Michael says, hey, when the deposed king of Nigeria um, emails you directly, you, you, you respond. So, yeah, I think I definitely think there's like a level of even society maybe poking fun at that industry. But I'm going to tell you, like, I have bought things from people. I mean, even somewhat recently that that fall into that. So I guess I'm like. I'm not against the products and I'm definitely not against the people who do it. Like I'm doing it knowing that I'm probably overpaying for the product and I'm doing mm-hmm. it to support the person. But, mm-hmm. but there is something that just always kind of prickles inside of me. Like when I go to buy something and then, well, you actually can get it for like 40% off if you want to become a distributor of it. And right. there just always feels like there. And as my sex skeptic, always feels like there's like hidden information or something I'm not being told or I'm being sold something that I'm not really sure exactly what it is. And then you see in the news, you know, all the, all these big companies like coming under fire for their predatory or even illegal practices. So I think, so first of all, like I hadn't really been exposed to it and maybe it was just like a phase of life, right? Like I was just not tuned in at all when I was younger, Um, or if it was the fact that I got more involved in like military spouse communities, because I wasn't really up until a certain point in life, right? Like once I started having kids and I started joining like the mommy groups or the coffee groups or whatever, um, or started becoming more of a stay at home or work from home sort of fixture in the house. Right. That was kind of my first exposure to it. And I, I think, I mean, I got not, I won't say burned, but my eyes were opened really quickly. Um, not so much that these people were trying to be shady with me. Um, it's just kind of a function of the way that you are groomed, I think, in these um, these systems, um, these business structures. Let's just say, you know, we'll call it that. Um, the only way to be successful, you know, is to be a salesman, right? And to also recruit other folks in the way that you just said, right? First, it's here's the product. It's a great product. And let's be real. Most of the products are really great. Um, but then oh, but you can get it for a discount if you just sign up. And signing up is no big deal. You don't have to do anything. You just sign up as a distributor, right? But that's just to get the wholesale discount. Okay, cool. So I signed up for something. I wanted, I think it was it was probably oils. I signed up for it and was like, well, I'm never going to sell it. Like that was just bottom line. Right. I'm never going to sell it. There's There better not be any expectation that I'm supposed to have a party or have people have parties or, you know, whatever. Oh, no, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. And I didn't get pressure from the person, right, that had kind of pulled me in and that, quote, sold to me. But I got a lot of pressure from people above her right? Um, and still continue to get text messages. And this was probably six, seven years ago. Um, hey, just wanted to let you know, you didn't really bring anybody in this month. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> literally only keep this open and never did. And never, let's see, I did the like minimum. Uh, what do they call it? Like you have to have an order of X much and then they dangle free stuff. If you order X much stuff right. or you sell X much stuff. Like their rewards they, program or their, their rewards. Yeah. And it was kind of pitched, oh, you know, you don't have to sell it, but if you're going to order this much stuff anyway, you might as well. And now look, every, I order from Grove, which is a uh, actual business, not multi-level marketing. It's an actual uh, subscription service. And if you order, you know, $50, they give you free shipping and a gift. 
Okay, so is that different? Mm, a little. And and this, and not. some might argue like, well, if you're going to spend that anyway, wouldn't you rather it help a military spouse or friend right. or fill in the blank with that extra income rather than lining the pockets of like a big corporation? So I, I see yeah. that argument, but I, I was thinking back, man, I remember growing up, my mom would have like Tupperware parties. Like she didn't sell it, but she would, she would host people or Mary Kay. Like she used Mary Kay. I used Mary Kay. Like when I was first trying out makeup too. And then honestly, I hadn't even remembered this until you and I just started talking about it. But I remember being pregnant with my first baby thinking, okay, I don't know that I want to go back to teaching full-time. What are my options? And I somehow got hooked up with I don't even know who t- found me or how I found them, but I ended up going to a pampered chef, um, mm-hmm. sellers expo kind of thing and like left there just like, Oh my gosh, for a hundred dollars, I get all this stuff <laughs> and I can have my own business and we might be going on a yep. cruise next year. Like yeah. the, whole, <laughs> the whole shebang. But I will tell you like, I never pulled the trigger because there was just something like holding me back. And even then I can tell you 20 plus, you know, 18 years ago, 17 years ago, I knew enough about my personality type. You Mm -hmm. have to, that was before they were calling it network marketing. If you, if I had to go and find four people to have a party for me, I knew I couldn't do it. I could not, I would, I would never sell anything because I would say, well, I'm supposed to have this party, but listen, you really don't have to do it. And and if you have the party, you don't have to buy anything. Please don't feel (laughs) obligated. Like I just know that that's how I would have done it. And so I just never did. Um, So that was probably the closest I've gotten to actually considering it. But yeah, I've joined essential oil things um, as a quote distributor. I've done it for Plexus. I've done that twice. Um, Mm. I love, and I love the products. I love Pampered Chef. I have things that I bought when we were first married that are still going strong. Like they're good products. Um, But then on the flip side, I've also been the, the person who's like, I'm going to go to this party, but I'm not going to buy anything. And then I still right. leave with like $90 worth of makeup remover and face lotion that I don't use. You feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. You feel bad. I mean, it's like, or you, you use it for a little bit and then like, I don't know. I, uh, well, I think uh, it's the, the pr- part of the pressure that even back in the old days when it was like physically going to a party at somebody's house, I don't ever like feeling like I'm under somebody else's pressure to like buy something. So I I balk at that. But then now, because it has turned so like digital and it's through your Facebook profile and like I, Mm -hmm. I literally, if I had a quarter for every person who I have gotten a private Facebook message from that says, hey, girl. (laughs) Hey, hon. Love seeing the kiddos grow up. You've such a beautiful family. I'm not kidding. And like. (laughs) If I had a quarter for everyone, I would be close to having a million dollars right now yeah. because I, I have gotten, I mean, there for a while I was getting like, um, it was Rodan and Fields. I probably had mm-hmm. 10 or 12 within a, a calendar year. And here's the best one. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it because I'm sure she doesn't listen to this, but my, <laughs> my dad's first cousin, who's probably in her sixties, <laughs> this was literally the weekend my grandfather was like, we were anticipating his death. I get a phone call from her. She's never in my entire life called me on the phone. And I'm like, oh, is something wrong? Do we, is she, is wow. she the one that's calling to tell me? And I answer and she says, Hey, I'm like, Hey, <laughs> what's up? Have you heard of Rodan and Fields? And I am, my jaw is about to hit the ground. Wow. And I'm like, 
first of all, self-awareness. You do know that right. my grandfather and your great uncle's like on his deathbed. Um, so I think that's the other piece, not just with that situation, but just in general, it sometimes just feels like there's a false sense of wanting to connect. And as a very relational person, I tend to kind of fall for it briefly. Mm-hmm. And then when I catch it, I feel sad and offended and hurt. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of, I think that's where I come from on some of it. Oh my gosh. Well, so I have two very like similar experiences and only two that I'll talk about. I mean, there's just so many more. I have one person who it's a, it's an RF uh, and it, look, I love the products. That's the thing. Like I hate that I can't now, I now feel like I can't use the products because it's like an almost like become sort of a moral thing. Like, no, I'm just not going to support anybody because I right. can't support you all. I can't buy them all from all of you. And I feel like if I do this one, then I'll upset this one. But there's a person who's above, like a couple of steps above the people that I know, um, who literally emails me on my birthday every single year, not email, private messages on Facebook, every single year with the exact same script. I'm like, hun, can't you scroll up and see that you've sent me the same thing and you don't send me anything other than my birthday to tell me about some sales? (laughs) <laughs> like at least be original. You cannot copy paste everything. So that speaks to two things. That speaks to the fact that they're recruiting folks who um, don't have any experience, not to say that they can't or won't be amazing salespeople or business owners, right? Like it just, the training is very basic. If mm-hmm. you could even call it training and you're not provided the tools and the, um, the experience that it takes to truly like hustle a thing, right? It's a hustle. Um, but there, it's kind of, I think often it's padded with so many promises that it is really misleading. And back to your point of feeling bad, like, yeah, it's, I am devastated when I find out that someone, or I go get a friend request, like, Oh, cool. Oh, you know, all these same people as me. We probably have this many things in common. And then I go and scan and look, and sure enough, there's some distributor sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. on their feed. And now I am like almost automatically like, nah, that's, this isn't a good, this isn't going to be a thing because I've been conditioned now to expect and anticipate the sell right. versus any sort of authenticity. And then my other example was um, being invited to lunch from a new military spouse to this area. And like, we were connected from someone I respect and professionally respect. Hey, these are you you should know her. She's our people. I'm like, oh, sweet. Okay. So I go and like accept a, a coffee date, which I don't do a lot. Like it's always one of those things where I'm like, this is what people do. People go to coffee and they meet each other and they talk. Yeah. <laughs> they get from behind their computer and they go to coffee. Obviously, this is pre-COVID. Anyway, so we go, we sit down. I'm like, she had several um professional like attributes that I was like, oh my God you're amazing. How did you do this? Tell me everything. Could we collaborate on something? Da, da, da. And then she busts out a catalog of mm. her thing that she sells. And I'm like, what? Like I was, I was disappointed, but then I was offended. Yeah. Truly. Like, cause I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was something else. And it's really sad to me that like, Hey, I, I put the time in and she's still a great person. She's still a good friend. I saw her around a lot, you know, whatever. But like, there was always like, that was always tainted for me. And yeah. I'm just I'm like, how did you fall for this? First of all, not fall for this. I didn't appreciate the approach. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And she's probably super successful in it. And I respect that. I just would rather, I would prefer more authenticity yeah. um, because I don't meet people. And the first thing I do is try to sell them an e-course. No. Like at all, at all. 
Yeah. So I don't know. Well, to add to add to what you're just saying about the approach, the thing with the the family member that called, and you know, I'm thinking it's she's wanted to talk to me. She literally said, "She's like, well, I thought of you because I feel like." you probably have an in with millet. Do you know if anybody in the military uses it? And I've had another person do that to me. Kind of no, basically. We've never, we've never heard of it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, honey, wow. um, do I, there's probably, I can name you 20. And I told her that. I said, I can name you 20 people I know that sell that. So it's, yeah. it's a very saturated market actually. And it yeah. is, I feel yeah. like it is. Yeah. But I had another yeah. person at one point say like, well, I just like, I've seen how many Facebook friends you have. And I just see like, every time you post things, people are just so willing to like, um, your people, you garner people's support easily is what the person you said. Have influence. Yes. Yeah. And, and so I'm mm-hmm. like, so you're using me is what you're saying. You're like mm-hmm. scoping me out. And that feels very, um, yeah, that just feels kind of shady. And I think that that's actually like a trait that they're, look, y'all, I'm not a part of an MLM. Like I've never been a distributor. So I feel like I might be speaking out of turn a little bit. So you guys hear us like, we're not, we're trying, we're not trying to like bash or say that they're all the same. And, and so, and, and enlighten us, please. We actually welcome that. We would love to hear of, um, you know, things that are working differently. We're not going to buy your thing, but enlighten us. Let us know how you, how you disagree. But I think that those are tactics that are, um, maybe not taught even from a corporate level. Like maybe that doesn't even come from the top, but I think that people have figured out how to hack it and how to work it in a way that is most, beneficial monetarily because we're human beings and we're not stupid. So people have figured out, oh, okay, well, this is the way to approach this scenario. This is what you can say in this PM to get somebody to open up to you. Um, I even know of one more, and I'm sorry, God, this is going to be a much longer episode, Claire. So (laughs) I know of of one more example of that was um, someone I will not name um, was, had joined a, like a health sort of supplement one thing. And, um, I was really confused by the tactics that were being, cause she shared with me like, Oh, this, and she was actually asking me like, how do I do this on Instagram? How would I do this on, you know, on Facebook? Like, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I've seen this a lot. Anytime you're in a Facebook group and somebody asks a question and it's like, Oh, let me send you a PM and not actually saying what the thing is. Mm-hmm. That's a huge red flag, but that's actually what's being told from not necessarily from the top down, but at least from a one or two layers above her. Was, right. Do not divulge the name of the thing because people will shut down and stop talking to you. I'm like, shouldn't that be a red flag? You should be proud of your brand. You should be able to embrace your product and and shout it from the rooftops. But the fact that you have to hide it in order to get your foot in the door of the conversation, you're trying to build rapport before you you reveal what this miracle thing is. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. Or the the back door of like how much it costs. Same thing. Um, Mm. Well, I do want to interject here. Again, we're not trying to bash at all. Um, I'm thinking I'm seeing faces of several people I know who literally have successful, they have successful, um, consistent income from the products that they share. And um, I, I will admit I do feel like we have kind of been on this like soapbox, maybe of some of the abuses we've seen of it. And I know like with anything, you can't judge everything by the the abuses of it. You have to see that as just, excuse me, just as a portion of it. Hey friend, quick break to tell you about a few things that we have going on for the fall season. We've been talking and we want to hang out with you. (laughs) We're going to introduce a new monthly hangout open to our lovely supporters on Patreon and we're calling it group therapy. Asterisks. We are not therapists. It is not actual group therapy. We just thought it was a fun play. Uh, And we don't know about you guys, but 
We need it. So once a month, we're going to host a Skype hangout, but you can join us face-to-face. To kick us off, we'll do an Enneagram and ask us anything. Uh, parenting, maybe. We'll talk about homeschooling, pick Claire's brain on that, uh, and really just whatever you guys are into and what you're thinking about. So we're also thinking of a book club. So if those things are interesting to you, check us out, patreon.com slash gurus for more. Also, we have revamped the Becoming Your Own Guru e-course. If you are a new follower of the podcast, we encourage you to check that out. It is an awesome tool and resource if you are interested in learning more about the Enneagram, but mostly more about the Enneagram as it pertains to military spouse life, challenges, triumphs, all of that. So we actually combined kind of our years of experience and pumped it all through an Enneagram filter. So you can learn more about your type, what your type might look like in the different stressors and environments that we find ourselves in and how to navigate transitions effectively. So that you can find on millspokegurus.com slash ecourse. I did want to share um, some of the pros, I guess, of network marketing or maybe some of the common reasons or attractions of it that cause people to maybe consider it or even get into it. And so I'm just going to run through those really quickly and Kelly chime in at any point. Mm -hmm. But one of them is um, network marketing offers a way to share a product or service that people really are passionate about. Like maybe you've taken a particular health supplement or a vitamin or whatever, and it really, you've really seen change and you want to share about it. So like, that's totally understandable. Another one, a lot of people argue that it's actually a really easy way to start a business, right? Like if you are already working a full-time job or you already have like a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of times these kind of like are uh, stop gaps. That's the word I'm looking for. Hmm. They're like stop gaps. They kind of fill in and and I never, ever want to, um, you know, shame somebody who's trying to like hustle and earn for their family. So I get that too. Um, another reason a lot of people might get into it, it can provide people with more like time freedom and the ability to be at home. And I think that's one I kind of want to focus in on with like military spouses. We've talked a lot on this podcast. We as the spouse, as the dependent, we sometimes tend to be that default parent. So we do have a hard time finding a traditional job. And sometimes something that can be done from your phone or your computer or 10 hours a week, that seems really, really appealing. So I get that too couple more. Um, A lot of people feel like that's a really good way to leverage your income through the network part of it. Um, From the whole, like, we've been talking about it as a pyramid scheme, but other people call it direct sales or downline commissions, bonuses. Um, If you happen to be really motivated, like, that's what capitalism is, right? Like, you can Mm -hmm. can earn, you have the potential to earn. Um, this one is one I have heard and it's been used on me a lot and I also understand it. It says you don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel to make money. Right. And I think that's where you and I feel like what we're doing. We are, Mm -hmm. we've reinvented our own wheel. It's been tiring. It's been taxing because you do take on every aspect and every role. Whereas with network marketing, you kind of just jump into pre-existing framework marketing tools, you know, um, sometimes they even provide you like Instagram slides to go ahead and like sell your, your stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, that's kind of like the work part has already been done for you. And then the last thing, and I do think this is another huge component for military spouses in particular, it's the mentorship component. There is this 
big sister, I'll bring you along, join our fam. Like there's a lot of that kind of language. And I do think that many of us are looking for a place to belong. And I think Mm -hmm. that is definitely um, money aside and like scratching a, a professional itch aside. I think the biggest thing for a lot of people is it's, it's a, a community and that's what they yeah. find in it. So do you have any other things that come to mind as far as like what would maybe be attractive to people or like what might? Well, so I have, I have some tips okay, and some ideas and some thoughts. <laughs> um, so I think if you're going to do, if you're going to jump into direct sales, network marketing, um, and again, this is coming from someone who has not been a part of it, um, from the outside looking in, I would make some recommendations, right? So again, this is me being an Enneagram 5, an observer, um, know what you're getting into. First and foremost. All right. So if you decide like, yes, I want to be a part of this, or maybe it's just like, Hey, I want to be a distributor or whatever. Um, and sell enough of this thing to people who also are into it. Um, because it'll pay for the thing, right? Maybe it's just to, to balance out, right? That's totally fine. Like I'm here for that too. Um, however, like I would say, you know, understand, first of all, do a landscape analysis. Understand whether or not your your environment, your friend group, well, I would say try to stay away from your friend group as far as like farming ground. But um, if the, the area in which you plan to do your business has already been saturated, um, take that into consideration. So don't be a Moira Rose, right? Like don't like walk into a room thinking you have in, you've like discovered this thing when it's been around. And the same couple of thousand dollars is just circulating amongst this one friend group, yes. right? Because that happens. All the time, right, Claire? Uh, (laughs) So do a landscape analysis, understand. And this is, these are business tips, right? These are things, if you're going to approach this as a business, um, then you need to take a business mentality and an entrepreneur mentality to it. Um, Just because there are plug and play templates that they're going to provide for you does not mean they have created your business for you. You need to think about this objectively. So understand the risk that could be involved. So I know like LuLaRoe got in big trouble. I was going to mention that a company. No, uh, they're, they're done. The yeah. Done. Yeah. Understand the risk involved. If you are being asked to front money to be able to buy this and now listen, you should have to put some money into any business. You're going to have to make expenses or, you know, investments into your business. Trust us. We know um, to be able to have something to take off the ground. But if you need to understand like what the risk is, is there a refund policy? If you need to sell back those leggings or, you know, what happens when customers aren't happy with the product? Does that fall on you? Does that fall back to the company? I know there's a lot now with, especially with everything being digital, that there's not inventory that you have to buy, but I guarantee you there are going to be investments that you are going to have to make. And you need to have a very frank conversation with yourself and possibly your family, right? To understand what you're willing to assume as risk and what money you're willing to walk away from. Don't put a dime in it more than that. Um, understand, like have a very solid business plan too. Like what is going to be your marketing strategy? Is it going to be the parties? Is it going to be online? Is it, you know, and what does that look like for you? If you're going to have an Instagram page, go ahead and start thinking about things like your aesthetic, what type of content you're going to have on there. Are you going to need help with your social media? These are all things to consider. So yes, girl, work from home on your phone in the car pickup line. Mm, Probably not probably it's going to be a little bit more work than that. And you need to start putting those sorts of um, mental assets to work um, to be able to understand if it's something that you can truly take on and be really good at. Um, 
And then the other thing kind of falls back to risk. Like you'll hear people say, like, you've got to have skin in the game. Um, I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly, but there's a difference between just kind of blindly buying things um, and then not understanding how to offload it. Oh God, it was orange is the new black. I don't know if you guys watched that or not. Mm-mm. One of the, one of the, uh, the inmates got out and she was, you know, trying to get a job. Couldn't cause now she has a felony on her record, um, which that's a whole nother podcast, but she couldn't find gainful employment. So she fell for this kind of like pyramid scheme sort of thing where she's selling supplements. Um, but she had to buy like $5,000 worth of stuff. Right. So now she's got all this inventory. So not only does she have inventory that nobody wants, right? Nobody wants to buy it. Right. She's having a store all of the inventory, right? <laughs> she's having to deal with loss prevention because people were stealing it. She's having to deal with exp- expiration, right? Like do the products that you plan on selling have expiration dates, right? Like there are all kinds of things that you need to sort of like understand and manage before you jump in. Um, the, the last thing I would say is to um, do your research about the company. This probably actually should have come first. Look up and see if there have been like um, complaints. You can look up your state attorney's general kind of website to see if there have been complaints, see what kind of reviews you have, talk to somebody that's been maybe in the company and out. Um, And then also if there are contracts to be signed, have a legal professional, either a lawyer or maybe an accountant or someone that you trust that is not affiliated with the company. Just review it and make sure that you're not getting into something that you don't have a way out of um, once you're in. Uh, I think that's it. I I would just also just caution, like don't lead. I wouldn't lead, especially in new relationships. We have definitely been a bit scarred in the military spouse community, I think, um, with the, the, the approach. Okay. Right. So consider that, consider that don't meet someone new. And that's the first thing, right? It can definitely be a part of who you are. Absolutely. A hundred percent. But I would caution against, you know, starting a conversation with, Hey, have you ever heard of, it's just mm-hmm. such a turnoff and you're not doing any, anybody else behind you or in front of you, any favors when you lead with that. Right. We're right. probably preaching to the choir. I think I, I feel like our followers are this type of type of people to exploit, exploit their friend group. But, you know, just, just be aware that that's kind of a, a, a thing that is on the forefront of a lot of our minds when we hear of multi-level marketing. Yeah. Well, I just want to end with, if you have heard this um, and you maybe kind of see where we're coming from or some of the things we say or have said today, like you resonate, that resonates, you agree with it, you've been in a similar situation, let us know. Send us a DM on Instagram at Gurus. Send us an email, Claire at Gurus, Kelly at Gurus. And conversely, if we have stepped on your toes or if we have said something that maybe needs correction or, uh, Mm. you know, setting the record straight, like we welcome that too, because we haven't done it personally. And so I'm sure there are parts of this that we have missed. You know, I I can think of maybe three or four people that I'm like pretty good friends with that um, engage in this. And I I honestly could could not be happier for them. Like I have bought from them. Um, I can... I know at least one of them makes her own income like full time, like she doesn't work anywhere else. Like she has a wow. lot of people under her, like it is lucrative for her. Um, wow. There's another girl I'm not really like friends with, but I follow her and she sells a, a supplement product. And she, I mean, she literally will post like it's paycheck day and like five figures per month. And I'm like, well, wow. must, must be working for you. I mean, I don't understand it. And maybe that's part of my, my, um, you know, why I'm so against it. It's 
maybe I just don't understand it. So if there's something we've missed and you want to speak out on in defense, we will either anonymously or we'll say your name and your product if you want us to. Yes, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll read your we'll read your message on the podcast. And if you don't want us to read it, you just want us to like take it in you know for ourselves. We can we can do that too. But yeah, we're just um, there's just a lot surrounding this right now, and I think especially with the world and the economy and so much uncertainty, like I think a lot of people are motivated to try to like help fill in gaps or bring in an income or have a community yeah. or whatever. Like I think I, I get it, but I don't understand it always. So I think that's kind of where this conversation was, was motivated. And if nothing else, we are just true to, if we ask you for feedback and you send us an email, we're going to cover your topic. So. <laughs> that's right. She's like, it's so gutsy. How Do you guys dare? We're like, yep. Next episode. <laughs> yep. We got it. We got you. Thanks for joining us this week on Advice Not Given. For resources and links to all the things mentioned in today's episode, head over to our website at millspogurus.com. That's M-I-L-S-P-O-G-U-R-U-S. If you enjoyed this episode, please help others find us by adding your thoughts to an iTunes review and subscribing so you never miss a show. If you're interested in being a next level supporter of our endeavors, check out our Patreon page. You can pledge as little as a dollar per episode to help us out with expenses. Think of it as eavesdropping on our coffee date, but then sending over a latte. It's a thing. Also, be sure to find us on Instagram and Facebook at Gurus, where we keep the conversation going and where you can share your advice on. Advice.